right, shit. Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 153. 53. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, still in quarantine, still doing this BS, still doing this crap. But, you know, there was, we got rescued this week with actually like some, some stuff to talk about. Last Dance, mm. early. When was that supposed to be released? Was it July? june or july yeah yeah so they moved that up to help us out during quarantine and we're, we're going to talk about that in the main part of the show but it's it's good it's good there was just oh. so much hype built around it if anyone watches that and doesn't think michael jordan is better than lebron like mj's the greatest of all time there's just hands down no argument right that's and it. that's and we'll we'll talk about that too but like there's and i've already seen people i saw one guy who i knew from college who was a big time like oh lebron he would he would dominate michael jordan he tweeted after the first night of uh the last dance and he was like he was like i officially am no longer lebron truther that's what the documentary is doing to people because lebron is not and we'll talk about this but like mj just has more pure talent like he's a more he's a talented basketball player lebron's just a big dude and the competitive edge it's a whole whole other dynamic but weekly dump we have news for the weekly dump? A little bit. So I've originally had the last dance premiered on Sunday night. People went wild over it. Main segment on tonight's show, so we're going to talk about that. It lives up to the hype, I think. In a letter to baseball operations employees on Monday, Rob Manfred said that he fully anticipates that baseball will return this season, which just because you say it doesn't mean I'm going to believe it. Uh, Massachusetts today, so we record Tuesday, April 21st. Massachusetts today declared that schools are closed for the rest of the year. So coronavirus is going to be affecting at least the school system until the end of their school year. So mid-June, I guess, to start of July. Uh, Major League Baseball, all 30 teams, StubHub, and Ticketmaster, they're all being sued. Did you know about this? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, please film me. I actually didn't know about this. I think this, I think this is brand new news. So they're all being sued because they are not giving refunds for the games that haven't been played. And Major League Baseball, I guess, has been instructing and making it so teams, when they, on the website, they're putting, if you look at a team's website right now, it'll say all the games that we've missed so far are postponed. So they're, they're not giving the money back, from what I understand, from what I, I, I guess. So they're trying to say, oh, no, don't worry, guys, we're going to play these games. We'll, we'll figure this out. So they're getting their asses sued because there's no way, no shot in hell, we are playing baseball at Fenway Park at least, at least for August. a good chunk of the season. I don't even August, think for September. the entire year. I, think, I don't even know if baseball is going to have a season, to be honest with you. Like, I'm, no. I'm, still, under the, I'm still under the impression that just baseball is not going to happen this year. Right. So you're telling me that you can't give refunds? And you're certainly not going to play 162 games. So why can't you just give all the these money? games that were supposed to happen in like now and May and even June? Like those names aren't happening. It's going right. to be a very much condensed schedule if they, ha- <laughs> if they do play. Just give them their money back, especially at least like April and May. Be like, all right, April, May, we're not going to we know we're probably not going to have these games. So we're going to just send tickets back and we'll go from there. That's it. That's all I got to do. All right. And they're getting their asses sued off because because they're just like, you know, what, guys, fuck you. I'm not giving you your money yeah, back. Seriously. Seriously. Hey, so do you, how do you how do you think that you're going to get away with that? I don't, do I don't know. I, I don't know. Whoever runs those companies, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know if it's their quarantine brain going to town. They've been stuck at home so long. I don't know. It's just absolutely idiotic to think. I'm just hearing this. I had no idea. Like, to think that that's actually a possibility and they want to do that is mind-blowing. At least, like, especially right now with people who are struggling with money because there's so many people who have been laid off, been fired from their jobs, who, like Jared, for one, if you bought baseball tickets in April— and you know that game is not going to be played. I did buy tickets. Actually, you your money back by now. I have what? tickets. I would love my money. I would love my money back. You haven't gotten your money back. Nope. Was it for April or May? April. April. Yeah. Then you should have your money back, especially for something like you got laid off. You probably would like that extra money. Yeah, it'd be great. I bought tickets for that first that White Sox series. Yeah. So I mean, 
Oh, you could have seen Yoan Mankata. That would have been sick. Uh, I, well, I did it. That would have been Missed sick. Missed that guy. Yoan Mankata is going to they be. Messed, they messed that up. Woo. No, because you won a World Series. Yeah, but they, they, it wasn't because of Benny. Oh, that's true. You could have traded Benny. Because they wanted Ben, they wanted Ben Nintendi. They didn't want Moncada, the White Sox. Yeah, that's true. You would still have Moncada right now. But I still like Benny. I still love. I mean, yeah, he's a great little player. He's a great little player. He's good. I mean, he's not Yoan Moncada. Imagine Rafael Devers, Yoan Moncada, and Xander Bogarts in the lineup together. Two, three, four, three, four, five. Oh, it's serious. You remember that first night that he came in? I think it was a West Coast trip game. I remember it was super late, and he made his debut. And Red Sox Twitter was went collectively off. climaxing. Yeah, it everybody was, great. was collectively. And then you'd have, and then you'd have him and Michael Chavis in the same lineup. Like, yeah, put Michael Chavis at first base, you get your infield locked, dude. But then I don't it, know what you do in the outfield because <laughs> what do you got, Jackie Bradley only? Well, you might have, you might be keep, you might have been able to keep Mookie. Um, maybe. Oh, yeah, because you wouldn't have. Oh no, you you would have had Chris Sale. I don't know, but Dude, you should get your money. Back. That's what that's I should what get my money back. You're right. You should get your money back, and it's crazy. I mean, jump in on the lawsuit. Might as well. Do I it. got tickets for G- I got tickets for June too. That's not gonna happen. Well, at least at least sue their ass for you. I'm pissed about that one. I got tickets for the Bre- the Brewers series in June. I wanted to see the Brewers come to town. I would love to see the Brewers come to town. I already got tickets. That's it. That ain't happening. Every, every time we talk about this, this sucks. Uh, guys, we've got our Madden cover athlete for the 2020 season. It's Lamar Jackson. So, and I don't mean to speak this into existence. So that means one of two things. The Madden curse is going to hit you in one of two ways. One, and it didn't hit Tom Brady. But one, I don't think. It didn't one, hit Patrick Mahomes either. Um, Dude, he the Super Bowl. Didn't he win the yeah, Super Bowl? Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's on oh, and like, off. Okay. Yep. It's on okay. and off now. So okay. either one Let's, of two things. Don't want. I'm not going to say this. Not going to put this into the universe. But I think you know what I'm going to say here. Either that's option one or option two. Lamar Jackson, because a lot of because there are people who still don't really believe in the guy. He could regress. He could fall back into something. That's uh, that's. I think I, option I'd, I'd one is more likely. Option Lamar, one is more likely. You don't think the I? You never know. I I believe in Lamar Jackson, but you never know if he regressed. Because he had a hell of a year last year. If he regressed, I'd be like, okay, okay. well, that, that's, that kind of makes sense. Even if he takes a little step back, it's still a really good season. It's just he just went off last year. So, like, I don't think a regression is really a big deal. I think option one, the unspeakable truth, is probably more likely than him having, like, a fall-off year. Lamar Jackson, Madden 2021 cover. And then, back to Major League Baseball. The MLB is talking about a new hypothetical plan to get Major League Baseball back in Florida. Arizona and Texas. So they're going to be playing in major league, minor league and spring training facilities. That's the, that's the hypothetical plan. I I guess it's the same thing as was it last week or two weeks ago when they just talked about playing in Florida and Arizona. Like, I guess that's just, they just added Texas. Yeah. But you're still going to just lock these people up in hotels. Yeah. It's still a dumb plan. Just, just stop. Just give up on 2020. Let's, let's move on. 2021 is more realistic anyway. The NBA can come back if they'd like, because then they can just delay the schedule next year. NHL, maybe. If not, we'll just give the Bruins the Stanley Cup. That's fine with me. And then go from there. I get, Patriots might like, not start on time either. Like, I get they want to make money, but like it's it's. I think we're at the point now with this with coronavirus where it's like, okay, you know what? Except for these morons protesting. Like, come on, guys. I, I think we're all at the point right now, though. A lot of us are, where it's like, okay, let's just get this thing done and over with. Like, we're in quarantine. We're living in quarantine, guys. I mean. I don't know about these these psychos who thought that living in quarantine was going to turn into this big deal. Because, I mean, all it is, like, we're all just lazy right now. People are yeah. wearing sweatpants all the time. I'm playing video games. I don't play video games. I'm playing video games right now. I'm back quarantine hasn't, yep. yeah, quarantine hasn't been that bad. So, like, I, we're all at the point, like, okay, you know what? I think I can do this for a little while longer. Let's just figure this out. But then you got these these morons in different states who are protesting. And Charlie Baker in his press conference today, like, he sounded pissed. But he was even, like, he was basically, like, saying thank you to the people who were talking about reopening the government but doing it in an informed way. Not these, not these just douchebags like that lady hanging out of her passenger side window with a sign. Like, is, like, who's just screaming at the nurse? Well, you, you, and you, 
and you have people like protesting like in downtown areas like getting together i'm like you're the problem stop like yeah so it clearly is a thing and everyone's like oh yeah like you know it's all it's the numbers are down we can we can reopen it's like you don't need to be social distancing the numbers are down yeah the numbers are down because we're social distancing we're staying home like, yeah, that's that's exactly that's why it's going away like oh this like there, there were people saying that this wasn't a pandemic that's because we shut down the country guys if we didn't shut down the country and we kept well, partying we would have been we italy kept going to work, it, yes we would have been well we already have more cases than anybody well, else we're also bigger but we also, also we have more cases and how many deaths now is it 3700 a lot of deaths guys this isn't a joke what are we protesting you guys just look stupid but then again all i've learned as i've gotten older is that there are a lot of dumbasses in this fucking country man anyone in florida look at florida they open their beaches like opening the beaches jacksonville beaches are open like (laughs) what are you doing like it's jaws all over again only in real life like why are you opening the beaches when there's actually i don't understand why we can't just Live it out for a little while longer and then try to get back to a normal life. See, what I'm hoping want- is like – what blows my mind is like places – I mean Florida didn't close anything. But like for me, like I am – you know this. I'm like an avid golfer. Like that's like the one thing they could have kept open if they really wanted to. But like beaches? Beaches. Like that's it's where everyone Florida. comes together. They're like, oh, on one condition, you guys can't sunbathe. You have to just be there for exercise and leave. Okay, well who's going to follow that? You show the pictures of the beaches Nobody. in Jacksonville? They were on browse set up. People are surfing. There's umbrellas set up. People are pulling the coolers out. Like, it's summer. It's like what it is. Like, people don't even give it, like, get hair at all. It's absolutely mind-blowing. Like, for me, like, I was pissed that, like, I can't go golfing. Like, I think golfing is a realistic activity that we should be able to be able to do through all this. Because, like, because you can, that's, that's legit social distancing. You can social distance on a golf course. Courses around here, at least for me, were taking, like, precautions already. So, like, it could have been done, and they didn't really need to close everything. I'm hoping, in May, I'm hoping after May 4th that uh, they reopen. Give me something to do. But, like, other than that, why are we opening beaches? It's absolutely moronic. It's – I just can't believe there are people who are still trying to talk this thing down. And then there's the conspiracy theorists who are like, this is a ploy against Trump. Like, this is a – this is against – Donald. like, how is – this is not against Donald Trump. We, there, there's not a pandemic because Donald Trump – Well, you know what? If, was trying if not Donald to get Trump, Donald Trump elected. Like, that's not if, the case. There's just a pandemic Do- going on. If Donald Trump wasn't an idiot, people wouldn't think that. Like, if he actually handled this the right way and prepared for it and took it seriously when people told him about this in, like, October and November that this was probably going to happen, and he took it seriously, then no one could sit here and say that. But because our president is an absolute idiot, it's happening. Man, we don't talk politics on this podcast, but he has not handled this well. If, if anything has helped his case for well. not getting reelected, it's this. Like, if Democrats wanted anything to happen, like, obviously no one wants a pandemic, but, like— He's handled this terribly, and I think even Republicans at this point are going to be like, okay, he can't be our president anymore. Oh, he dude, he has just handled this so poorly, so even poorly. Biden, Joe Biden, your next president. I mean, potentially. Michelle Obama, your vice <laughs> we'll president. Michelle Obama, vice president. I'd love we'll to see, see that. The, the betting odds right now are Michelle Obama, which is wild. Well, he's he's already said he's picking a woman, so like. Yeah. Uh, I You know what? I assumed it was going to be Amy. Amy Klobuchar. Yeah, I, I assumed it was going to be her. I, I mean, it, she'd be the illogical choice if it's not Biden. I mean, uh, Obama. But like, wouldn't you just love to see Michelle Obama be the VP? You, yeah. Oh, it would, oh. Be, it would be electric. Oh. It would be electric. And then All Mr. Right, Obama, was... Barack Obama, just in the White House, just chilling. Doing his thing. Electric. All right, guys, that was the weekly dump. Guys, with the free agency period done, no live sports on TV, there is an increasing excitement around this year's NFL draft happening this Thursday. And if you're listening after Thursday, well, then guess what? You're listening after Thursday. The draft already happened. So you already know who the Patriots potentially took in the first round. Unless unless they decided to trade out of it, which wouldn't shock me. They don't have a second round pick this year, so they could just draft to the second round. But, guys, the draft is all about new beginnings, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here to give your balls a brand new beginning. I am talking about the ball trimmers. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. There's nothing better than finding a diamond in the rough in the fifth round. The Manscaped, per- Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 will help you find that in yourself. When you trim the hedges, guys, the tree, it just stands taller. And what that means is your penis, it'll certainly look bigger when you trim down the hedges. Guys, we've all had our accidents before here and there. I've talked about it a million times on the show. Thought you had to use scissors when I was younger. Boom, clipped the nutsack. It hurt a lot. Wasn't great. 
But the Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 Waterproof. Cordless body hair trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. So guys, guess what? With the trimmer, it's not going to happen anymore. Zip, zip. No more, no more accidents. And of course, guys, let's not forget about the crop preserver and anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, right? At least you should, you disgusting animals. So why not? Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? This third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Guys, subscribers get a new replacement blade. Refill for your lawnmower 3.0 trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean, just like your balls when you got Manscaped going on. For a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two. Free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag worth $39, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs, which, by the way, I use. I have them. I use them when I work out. Super comfy. Amazing. Super comfy. They're amazing. Comfy. No chafing going on. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm over 220 pounds. I got some thick-ass legs. I do not chafe in those areas. The big guys know what I'm talking about. Those areas, I got big-ass legs. They rub together. They don't chafe with these bad boys. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. This is the perfect package for your franchise quarterback, a.k.a. your penis. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code COUCHGUY, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-I, manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Guys, listen up. This is the part where you listen. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code COUCHGUY, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use promo code COUCHGUY, again, C O U C H. G-U-Y. Manscaped is the best when it comes to men's grooming. Get yourself the Joe Burrow trimmers, the Lawnmower 3.0. And thank you once again to our friends over at Manscaped. The best. The best. Those undies, though, those underwears, man. Oof, they're, they're the undies, we got it. I mean, the crop preserve. The, they're, so they sent me these wipes to rub down your ball area. During the oh, how are those? Those, those sound great. Amazing. Yeah, the those best. sound amazing. You don't realize... Yeah, you don't realize how good you would feel with a little midday, little midday cleanup until you get those things, until you use them. Amazing. For Phenomenal. those of you that are, for those yeah. of you that are quarantined and, and showering midday, like I am now, because no one needs to shower right when they wake up anymore. <laughs> ball, ball toner in the middle of the day. It's great stuff. Keep them nice and sharp. A ton of stuff, guys. Manscaped. Go to their website, manscaped.com, and use promo code CouchGuy when you are checking out. All right. So uh, this week. The big release of The Last Dance. We've been waiting for this for a while. And you watched the first episode, right? You said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. I, I, so had I watched, I watched both of them. I will say this. I think the second one, which was more based around Scottie Pippen, and the first one I get was I get it was an intro, but it didn't exactly reach the hype level for me, but I still liked it. I thought the second episode was better. So you'll like okay. the, I think you'll like the second episode. And let's and let's be fair. I mean, I like the first one because the backstories are kind of cool. Like understanding yeah. like he was going to stay for the fourth year of college. It's just the intro. It's the intro to leading up to that season. And the, think about how many more episodes we have. We have, what, three more weeks of this? Four more weeks of this? I think. So yeah, like, every, every Sunday? It's every Sunday for how many weeks? Like how many more episodes are there? Four. There's two each week and there's four. Five? There's, four there's four more weeks, I think. So like I think it was eight or it was eight or ten episodes total. Yeah. So the first two are only going to be the worst part. Like the middle, the meat of this is going to be in the middle. There so, is going to be. I mean, Michael Jordan when he when he was talking about this before it aired, he was like, people are going to think I'm an asshole after this. I mean, he, <laughs> already I do. Like the way they shit on Jerry Krause. Like, are you kidding me? Well, Jerry Krause is also an asshole. Also, so, like, I mean, I would have too to be fair. Because if they, if they were coming after the team, like the whole beginning of the process and the idea of it being the last dance is because. They were basically told we're breaking up the team after that last Bill season. Bill Jackson named, named Bill the Jackson playbook after that. Named the playback after, right? So like, which is awesome. That's totally Phil Jackson. That's like Zen Garden 101. You look at what the season was meant to be. I'd be a dick at him too, but like all the media points, like Jordan called out their GM like all the time. And I remember there was it was in the first episode when they were talking about like what would be the biggest hurdle from you guys winning your sixth title this year, and he just looked up to the GM's office at the practice facility, and I'm like, yes. Like, that's all he – he had no holdbacks at all of what needed to happen. So, so obviously, oh, there's so, so much binging going on right now. Like, this was 
everybody's just watching like Netflix. If any, if there are a couple of businesses that just have skyrocketed must, I'm assuming skyrocketed during this pandemic, it's a zoom because I never heard of zoom before. They also and have, zoom, I mean, they've had some security issues too, but yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Actually, I know somebody whose meeting got hacked uh, while on zoom, but nothing against zoom. You guys want to, you guys want to sponsor us. We love zoom, you know, Oh, I use, Zoom, we'll... I use Zoom at the day job before I got laid off. So like, hey, yeah. I love Zoom. Everybody's everybody's Zoom. using Zoom right now. They got yeah, we could put the logo right there, right next to Jared's Zoom. head. <laughs> but Manscaped logo already on here. Our main sponsors. So the second episode though makes you hate Jerry Krause more because Scotty Pippen. Did. Like yeah, <laughs> because Scotty Pippen. It's the second episode basically just talks about how Scottie Pippen was underappreciated. Scottie Pippen was going to be, uh, although Michael said that he didn't think Scottie Pippen handled things right in that second episode, but Scottie yeah. Pippen got a contract that was seven years, $18 million. Dude, the contract that was a joke. Nothing. Like MJ nothing. was paid what? For like Scottie Pippen? Yeah, it was absolutely a joke. Scottie Pippen should have been paid right next to MJ. Like Dennis Rodman made more than Scottie Pippen. Like, are you kidding right. me? All that is so probably Jerry, was to get rebounds and color his hair. <laughs> so Jerry Krause is, is – and that was a 1991 con- contract, I think. So mm-hmm. so Jerry Krause is not showing any respect to Scottie Pippen, which is pissing a lot of people off. And imagine being a Chicago Bulls fan when you're watching your team dominate, and it appears, especially when your star player, the greatest of all time, is outspoken about your general manager – Imagine the hate the city must have felt for Jerry Krause at that point because well, Scottie Pippen – imagine – let's imagine if a couple years ago – let's say two years ago, Julian Edelman, he's getting older, but he's still playing really, really well, still one of the best in the game. And Bill Belichick – Bill Belichick might not be the best example. Let's say there was another GM making the decisions, and this guy is somewhat unlikable already, and he's telling us that he will not pay Julian Edelman. People, people would be pissed. Imagine being in Chicago at that point. Well, you think about even like use Belichick as an example of coaching. Like, look at the Phil Jackson example. Like Phil Jackson wanted to get paid more than any of the other coaches. We're all getting paid really well at the time. And he was winning he and wasn't being getting paid well. And he wasn't getting paid well. And it, if it wasn't for ownership stepping in and giving that one year deal, he wouldn't have came back as the coach because they didn't cross didn't want him back. Think about in your example. What if a GM that wasn't really doesn't exist went to Belichick after winning that six Super Bowl and said, you know what? We don't want you back. Or like we we not we're not gonna pay you we don't want you here like we're gonna move on we'd all revolt it's the should it's the exact same thing in Chicago at that time he and he really kind of is now too he's Phil Jackson was the best coach in the league why is he not getting paid like that why is Scottie Pippen not getting paid like the second best second player in the league of all time especially when you've got the greatest of all time again and everybody kind of I think at that point a lot of people knew okay he's gonna be one of the greats if not the greatest of all time if your star player who you need to win. And they even said this in the documentary. Jerry Krause doesn't have those rings if he doesn't have Michael Jordan. He needs well, that's, Michael. That's where, that's where Krause's biggest fault was. He kept saying, well, it's not one player. It's not one player. It's 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 about a team, blah, 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 blah. No, it's not. It's about one player. When when you're you, before Michael Jordan, you had nothing. You were the last Michael, stop. if you don't have Michael Jordan you're, on those teams, you're not winning. Your players were doing coke in their hotel rooms. You're not, your 21-year-old knew better and your adult players didn't. Like... That's where I think everyone that looks at Jerry Krause goes, well, of course you're an idiot because Michael Jordan actually single-handedly saved the Bulls from being sold their mediocrity. Like, that's right, it. and you have to you have to keep him happy. And if Michael Jordan is sitting there at the podium and he's saying, I your your star your player should not have to make a decision if he wants to play for another coach. So you should not be putting if Michael Jordan if Michael Jordan says I want this guy to be my coach. If I want Phil Jackson to be my coach, make him the coach. Pay him. Pay him. And it's funny too because it's not even like like nowadays, right? Like you love, I love always using like the LeBron James, Tyron Lue example in Cleveland because he got Tyron Lue to be his head coach. I don't think Tyron Lue was ready to be a head coach yet. And no, but LeBron also wanted to boss around the team. Well, I know, and that's also generations, right? Like now, I think Michael Jordan would be ideal for now. Right. He can get, get the way he wants, blah, blah, blah. He's kind of in that showboating. But also Jordan's the one that started it for all these players. But Phil Jackson wasn't even like he was asking for someone on another team to come coach him. Phil Jackson was already his coach. He was already there. He just wanted him to stay like. Right. He just wanted he just wanted some kind of continuity. 
yeah, he just wanted to keep it together because they were all doing well. And it blows my mind because, like, they all wanted Michael to stay. Why can't you just build around Michael? You get younger in other places and you still keep Scottie Pippen with him. Like, it's possible to keep that band together without completely doing a rebuild. Jerry Krause just didn't want to do it because Phil Jackson had to be involved and he didn't get along with Phil Jackson. So the last dance, it's been good so far. Second episode, better, definitely better than the first, in my opinion. But I loved it regardless. The biggest takeaway I took from this is literally, like, it's so comical to think about it now, but, like, how different the NBA was. And we knew that. But, like, when Jordan got drafted, all those players, like, oh, he won't last in the league. He's not 6'5". He's not 6'7". Like, he's not a wall. Like, he's not a big guy. So he's not going to be a superstar. Because think about it now. If you're 6'7", you're probably casted as not going to be good in the NBA anymore because no one plays like that anymore. Like, MJ would have been, like, touted as, like, this, oh, like, oh my God, he's only 6'2", like, blah, blah, blah. He can, be, he can play all four positions, blah, blah, blah. Whereas back then... Like, if you weren't seven foot tall, they thought that you weren't going to be a superstar in the league because that's what the NBA was built around. Right, and he was six. He was six six. Like, it's like not six, like he was a small dude. He, but he just wasn't a tree. And now, no, now he had to fill out too. Ex- exactly. And like, even think about it. Like, when you look at um where he was drafted third of the Bulls, like, if it, if it was nowadays, he wouldn't have gone to the Bulls. He would have gone second even because uh, the Blazers would have taken him even though they already had Clyde Drexler. Like yeah. back then, they cared so much about positions that Clyde Drexler kept his spot and they didn't take Jordan because they played the same position. Nowadays, they would have taken Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about this too before the weekly dump. There are LeBron truthers who are now jumping over to the Michael Jordan bandwagon. And after just watching that, just watching what, what it's always going to be an argument who is more talented, right? But what should give Michael Jordan the edge is the competitiveness. Could you imagine what game was that? I don't know why I'm drawing a blank here. What game was it when LeBron left with a cramp? Oh God, was he still in, was he in Cleveland or my was this in Miami? This was Miami, wasn't it? Uh, it might have been, but he left a game with a cramp in the postseason, right? It was a postseason. It, it was when KG and Pierce were still together, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So I think it was Miami. Michael Jordan would have yeah. never done. That. Somebody made God, a comment, no. and I I don't remember who it was. Somebody was like, if Michael Jordan broke his leg, especially in the postseason, he's not leaving that game. So yeah. that's what separates these two is the competitiveness. Also, Michael Jordan, great ex- and it, as you saw, somebody else said today too. So again, we record Tuesday. Somebody else said today on on Twitter that I saw a quote that LeBron would put up what ninety against the eighty six Celtics. They would slap the shit out of him, yeah, and he like, would leave. He wouldn't even like, be able do, to play. Do people not realize how aggressive that generation was? Like, like right. arm bars, like just tackling on the court that weren't flagrant fouls. Now, look at LeBron's game. He bitches every time he gets t- love tapped on the head and wants it to be a flagrant foul. Like, th- the games are very different. I think MJ is really the only player from those generations that probably would translate really well to now. Like, I think he could play in either one and probably be the greatest of all time regardless. But you look at the differences between MJ and LeBron. You talk about the competitiveness. Look at the – in the first part of the, the, the two hours we saw on Sunday about the McDonald's things over in France when they used to do that. Jordan went over there by himself. Pippen was hurt. He didn't go. Rodman was holding out for money or something like that. Jordan was the only one out of those three to go over. He played every game and barely came out where – if LeBron was like that, would LeBron have even gone? Like, would LeBron have played every game? No, he would have sat out. But they even said it. MJ's mentality was there are people in the stands that want to see Michael Jordan play. They've right. never seen him play. And he he played every game over there in an exhibition France championship that like it was his last game. And like he was playing in a playoff push because he knew that he was that kind of figure. LeBron wouldn't have done that. LeBron would take play five minutes and come off the court. LeBron wouldn't go. Like, that's the difference. And as this goes on over the next four or five oh. weeks— can't wait. People are more and more people are going to be switching over to the Michael Jordan side. They're going to understand that Michael Jordan, LeBron is great. Nobody's disputing that. He's the second greatest of all time. I say he's probably the second, second. best of all time. Second. Yeah. 100%. He's I, not I'll MJ. give him. Yes, he's I will give MJ. him. He's not MJ. All right. Something else that happened this week, other than the mice that I had, I, I woke up in the middle of the night the other night with mice in the room. Oh. A mouse. Mm-hmm. We, knew, we knew about this little bitch. We, we knew him. We, well, I'd say two weeks ago now. Amanda gets out of bed. She walks to the living room. Something scurries by her feet. We're like, okay, there's mice in here. Great. So we set up little poison traps. And this little guy, two in the morning, and I'm, I'm two nights ago, I'm, I'm sleeping. I'm waking up in the middle of the night, whatever, having a tough time staying asleep. But I wake up at like two in the morning, and I hear a little little, little bag. Just, and I was like, what the fuck was that? So I get up, and I look around because I, I can hear some rummaging around. I'm looking around at two in the morning, and I don't see him. So I go back to bed. And then I hear him again. I was like, oh, definitely a fucking mouse. So I get up, 
and I find this little guy in the bottom of our recycling bag. Love it. He's savaging around. I love it. Let's go. He's going going to steal some of my flavored water. He wants the leftovers. I didn't kill him. Although I although I just saw another mouse like a half hour before we started the show, and it looked just like him. So if this bastard came back, I should have killed him. The son should've. of a bitch. Hundred percent should have killed him. I don't know why he didn't. Well, because I walked a pretty far uh, two in the morning. I'm back in the woods behind the house with a bag, and I put it facing out, and I let him run out. Didn't want to kill him, so I went back out the bag in the morning. He was gone. So if this son of a bitch, when I, I was being kind, if he came back in, like now I'm gonna be pissed. Now it's war, pal. I tried to let you live. But now it's war. All right. Well, you were generous. Yeah. You let him go. And now he's taking advantage. He's going to come back. He's like, well, I'm just going to get what I need. And he'll put me back. He'll, he'll take me back home after. You're too Can't nice. Do How do you kill a mouse? Gotta kill him. I step on him. I mean, if he was in the bag, you just step on him. I don't want to do that. Ugh. Well, Ugh. that's your fault then. Just deal with it. All right. New Patriots uniforms. Like Ugh. them. Hate them. Ugh. Okay. I'm split. I love the blues because we've seen them. Right? Yes. Like we, we, Everybody likes the blues. Love the blues. I don't like the whites. I just don't the like them. Whites uh, are awful. Eh. Yeah. I, I will say this. I will say this. I saw them initially like in the pictures they posted. And then I saw a player started putting that out. Like Stefan Gilmore had it on his dining room. Full uniform. Love. His sneakers were probably the best part of his ensemble. Sneakers are fire. He was wearing Nikes. I liked it a little better seeing it on him than the picture. But I don't know why they bothered changing the uniforms. Like, I don't get it. I think the biggest thing, biggest thing is that they want to bring back those red uniforms, the, the Pat Patriot uniforms, which sounds like they're on track of doing that down the road when the ch- rule changes. But why did you change? You guys have won. It's literally what the Bucks did. You guys are you, championship uniforms, all this stuff. You guys built a legacy around these uniforms. I'm going to be pissed if we find out that's literally just because Brady left, so they wanted to start new. Like, there was no, no think, reason I, to do this. There were rumors. Like, there, there were rumors that it was going to be close to the color rush uniforms, which it, they basically are the color rush uniforms. My problem with the white uniform is the shoulder pads Ugh. are so annoying because the stripe Ugh. on the shoulder pads doesn't even look like it belongs. It looks like they took colorful duct tape and threw it on the shoulder. It on. Yeah, it's gross. They're absolutely disgusting. And, like, doesn't look. even look like it belongs. I kind of agree with Lou Maloney. Like, Lou Maloney tweeted this out with the picture and basically said, like, that's it. It's over. Um, they're ruining it. Like they're never gonna win in these uniforms. Eventually, they'll realize they have to go back to these uni- the other uniforms, and they will. Uh, I totally agree. Like I think this is like their rebuilding uniform, and then when they start to win again, they're gonna go back to the other ones. Like these are a joke. Now, do I think they might have done these if Brady stayed? I don't know. Would we would we be as mad about these uniforms if Brady was still here? I don't know. Well, here's my thing with but Twitter. Still, I don't like them. No matter what. Except the Chargers uniform, so the Chargers also unveiled the uniform today. They look pretty good. People seem to like them. But Love them. For, the, great. for the most part, no matter what, they could be the greatest uniforms of all time. They could be the hottest uniforms ever. Twitter will still be like, this is the uniform that you're giving the Patriots? This is what... But people will freak out no matter what. So people aren't going to like them. Give us some time. I don't hate them. I like the blues a lot. I don't hate them. The white is what I have a problem with. It's pukey. It's gross. Oh, it's awful. Okay. But I thought you'd so like to go back to the happy we're on the same page because the white uniforms are gross. The, the, so to go back to the, the helmet thing, though, the problem with – so the, the NFL rule right now is you can't change helmets through the year. So the Patriots have the silver helmet, so that means they can't wear the reds because the reds come with the white helmet with the old Pat Patriot logo and they, on the side. And they could – and to be fair to the, to the rule, they could wear the red uniforms. They just can't wear the helmet. It would look terrible. They will never do it. It would look gross. But th- they could they could wear the red uniforms and not the helmet, but it would look awful in the helmet. The point of the uniform, right? And I saw some sweet mock-ups that had a white helmet included on the Patriots' regular regular uniform. Mm, mm. They couldn't. I don't know why they couldn't do it. They, they should have done it. If you're changing things up, change it up. Change. They could have got really fun with it. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I like the uniforms they've been winning in, like since they made the change from those royal blues. And I love the royal blues too, to be honest. I was I was actually hoping they bring them back, but I knew there the was fact, no shot there. But they weren't going to. The uniforms they've been wearing with Brady, I love them. They're they're going to be associated with this dynasty forever. But I'm I'm all for a change if you're going to fucking just change it. But you basically went to the color rush uniforms, which people were already kind of 50-50 on anyway, and then went to instead of just being all white with the pants, you kept the pants blue and made the white uniform, which looks putrid. Like if you're gonna change it, just change it. Right. Like they they went half in on it. Yeah, they, they went, went half, half in. Like, and then you know maybe next year they change them again. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if these only last a couple years. Although you know, you know what thought does make me 
enjoy the jerseys more. What? And listen, don't take this. I don't want people to take this the wrong way because I've been pro Jared Stidham. But the thought of Tua Tagaviola, is that how you pronounce it? I, I can never I pronounce it. He's just Tua. He's Tua. Tua in a he's Patriots uniform. He's not coming here. He's not coming here. What do they have? Okay, Nick, this you're the Patriots guy. You do roundtables. You do all of this. In what world do they have enough to trade up to get him? They don't. Unless they're trading draft picks. And unless Bill Belichick slaps Matt Patricia on the back and goes, hey, buddy, here's the thing. We need a quarterback. You know that. I know that. We need a quarterback. <laughs> of course we here's do. My, Sid, I, mean, here's I love the first Sid, but we need someone else. Year. Here's the first pick. Here's the first uh, round pick this year. Here's mm-hmm. our first round pick next year. Give us that number three pick. We'll take Tua. We've got three? Tua. It's Detroit three? Detroit's three, right? Detroit's the number three. So, I mean, that's a nice thing with Patricia. That's a nice in there. And now if Tua, and if Tua slides, I know there's been – where are the 49ers picking? Because there have been talks 13. about – 13. I was just so going to say that. About, Peter, this is the Peter King about, theory. Yeah, the Peter King theory is 13 with the 49ers, which would be nice, right? And if Tua falls that far, they don't need him. So it could be a place for the Patriots to trade up and not give up as much. Uh, it could be a Jordan Love trade up. It could be a Herbert trade up if they both slip. So like 13 is a sweet spot, I think, for the Patriots to trade up to. Three is like the Matt Patricia, we love you. Like, come on, man. Like, let's do it. Like, that would be the that's the only reason why I think three is a possibility is because it's Matty P. If I had, I listen, really- if I had a choice and you could just do it and we knew the Patriots had the capital to do it, if I had the choice between Tua and Jared Stidham, you got to go, Tua. Guys, See, I'm taking I, Stidham. Like, I'm taking Stidham, dude. Stuart, uh, Tua is too small. Tua, yeah, people said that about Drew Brees. People have said that in the past. Isn't he, guys, smaller? Tua, isn't he smaller than isn't he smaller than Breeze? Tua probably. Yeah. But Tua is so goddamn talented. But see, okay, if you do that, if you bring Tua in, say say your hypothetical works out, you trade up and get him at three or thirteen. Does he play right away? Or do you let it be a real competition? You let it be a real competition. And this is actually something, so you brought up the Patriots roundtables. This is what we kind of talked about this on the show this week. Mm-hmm. Then you make it a competition because right now, who's pushing Jarrett Stidham? I know there's this, there's the talk that, oh, Brian Hoyer could be the Brian, starter. Okay. No, Brian not, not pushing Jarrett Stidham. No, no, no. They said that to Brian Hoyer to get him to come back here. Like, that's it. Like, they said, well, yeah, not, we'll give no, you a chance. I think they're just saying that to keep Jarrett Stidham on his toes. To make Hoyer Jarrett Stidham. If Hoyer thinks he's going to actually get a chance to start over Stidham now, you're stupid. Like, we're in rebuild mode. We're going to see what the kid has. We, we got to see what the kid has. Bring somebody in to push him. And you know what? Oh. Take the Even best not, of the two, trade off somebody else. If they're both really good, you just have really good trade capital now. Dude, even if it's not Tua, because I don't think you sign, you don't you don't trade up to get Tua and then trade him. That's not happening. But like Her- Herbert's an option, right? Love's an option. Like those two, I like Jake Fromm is an option to bring in who I I've loved forever. I've always, I've loved Jake Fromm here. So like th- there's other options at quarterback further down the draft too. And I think they're going to pick somebody. They're taking a quarterback this year. It's just a matter of if they want to do that first or fill other needs because they have holes, Nick. You know that. Like, they're not just a quarterback hole away from winning. Yeah. Like, they have, ish- they have issues. And they got to figure things gonna out a- on defense. Yeah, they have to figure out. I-, I would almost rather them do that because you know you have Stidham and then take a fly on a quarterback later. Or a tight end. Listen, if you – I want that. I still want Moss. Tua, if you get a good shot at Tua, I <sighs> – it's tough to say no, and it would be so against the Patriots' character to do it. The Patriots do not do that stuff. Yeah, but they would not no, but trade up to take a premier quarterback I usually. But then again, you've had Tom Brady for all these years, you so it would well, be you had real Bledsoe before that. Character. Huh? Yeah, so you had Bledsoe before that. You had Brady, and for me, the only reason why I could see Belichick doing it is because now you want to win without Brady, while Brady's still in the league. You got to do it now. Like, Brady's only got three more years left max, right? Like, there's no way he – I think it's only, like, a year or two left, and then he's done. So, I look at that situation. It's not a if Belichick, deal right Tampa Bay. Yeah, and I, and I guarantee he probably retires after that. So, you look at Belichick. If he wants to win while Brady's still in the league, he will eventually – I think Belichick has a longer life, shelf life left in the league than Brady does, obviously. I think if Belichick wants to win while Brady's still here and prove it out while Brady's still playing, trading up to get two is, like, the ideal way to do it because you're so getting two someone – Two is six play. foot one. So okay, he's actually he's taller than Drew Brees. Really? Yeah. And Jalen Hurts, who I actually – I like Jalen Hurts too. And he's somebody yeah. I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be totally bummed I'd rather, if they got. Would you, rather, would you rather Jake Fromm or – Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. Um, 
I think I might like I like Jalen Hurts. I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. Well, what but, he did oh, the whole. Yeah. Out of all these guys, man, Tua. Oh my God. Hey, do you know? Do you know? So Tua's uh, a nickname. Do you know what Tua's real full name is? I don't want to know. It is. Let me count the letters in this thing. Oh, oh Manawi. Two, basically. three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 letters in his first let's name. Let's go. Let's go. Put that a Patriots uniform. Let's go. Oh my! I can't even. I can't even try to pronounce this. Do you think? Do you uh, think his last name would fit on a Patriots uniform, or they just put Tua? It's well, his last name's not even that long. It's just Tag Viola. Yeah, but the Patriots uniforms are so like n- narrow. Like the stripes uh, are fucking huge. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I know. T A G O V A I L O A. It's not that long. But Tua, man, I. Oof, I will say though, the, the, the mock-ups though of him in the older Patriots uniform, the one we've had, looked good. Some yeah. of, there are some out there, and cool. Oh, oh man, Tua. I mean, would be... I would love it. Like, don't get me wrong. If you can get him and it's not a, an arm and a leg, and you still give Stidham a chance, like I wouldn't hate Tua here because worst case it doesn't work out. But like, there's other needs like that they could fill and still get something decent. And, like this. this draft is pretty deep with quarterbacks to be honest yeah and they can and they can get somebody even if you even if you don't want to go after Tua, and that's that's the that's where the uncharacteristic uh patriots uh patriot pick would come into play because there are so many other picks that are more value or or that have better value than tua especially tua had such a nasty hip injury like hip injuries they don't just hip injuries are some of the worst injuries that you can get in sports so Having that in his history, that part is scary. But, but, guys, he's just so damn talented. So damn too, talented. If you, if you don't take him, the Dolphins probably get him. So, like, right. if you don't trade up to three, he's he's probably not going to be there at 13. Like, th- you're trading up to 13 for, for what? Is it Jordan Love, right? Um, Or Herbert. Like, th- those are the two that you're probably getting at 13 if you trade up Um, to 13. I also just don't see them taking a quarterback in the first round. I don't. But unless honestly, you're unless you're going up for Tua, that's the only right. Every single year, every single year, we have these draft conversations going into the NFL draft, and you know what happens every single year? They trade none down of us like six fifth guess, round picks. Yes, none of us can guess what the Patriots are doing. You know what's going to happen? Nobody right? ever knows what Bill Belichick's doing. If they don't trade Joe Tooney, then you know they're trading twenty three for like six other picks. <laughs> like yeah. you know like there's no other way if they don't get something for Tooney, if they actually try to keep Tooney, which i want them to i don't want them to trade him but if they don't trade him for picks they're going to take one and turn into a couple seconds because belichick values two second rounders more than a first round pick at 23 like by the time look by the time we have our next show i would no, love to be talking about tua in a patriot uniform mm, mm, oh. Mm. oh man that would be beautiful this part of the show is recorded after hours after we finished up the uh the regular part of the show but so uh major news today uh tight end you might have heard of him before rob gronkowski robert gronkowski really good tight end played for the patriots for years coming out of retirement a lot of news started swirling and shout out to leroy insider the dog from twitter uh he's going to pop this I think it was was it last week when he said there's a lot of wild. It was like two weeks. It was like two weeks ago. Yeah, a lot of wild rumors going around that Gronk was potentially coming back, and it was to play with Tom Brady and the Bucks. So obviously, with that, the only way Gronk can come back and play with Tom Brady is if the Patriots trade him because the Patriots had the rights to trade him. So essentially, that's what happened. Rob Gronkowski, breaking news from today traded so this podcast is going to be released on wednesday so it happened on tuesday rob gronkowski traded away and uh i gotta tell you man i'm pissed about the return the patriots and bucks this is from ian rapaport the patriots and the bucks have agreed to terms on a trade tampa gets rob gronkowski and a seventh rounder in exchange for a fourth rounder sources say so not only did the patriots give up gronkowski but they also gave up a seventh round pick just to get a fourth in return. For, why do you give up the, the, for the greatest tight end of all time? 
Yeah, and like a lot of people have been throwing around like, hey, you know, you traded a WWE star for not for some for a pick. Like that's okay. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like in the grand scheme of things, yeah, he's retired. You got something for a dude that didn't want to play for yeah. you. And you know what though? I think the Patriots had the leverage. Like, why not get more? Right. If and you're the I, Patriots, I think I think Bruce Arians would have pulled the trigger in a second. Yeah, if you're the Patriots, you go, you know what, Rob? Probably not the GM. <laughs> like, if you want to come back and play, you can play for us, right? Like, you don't have to play for Tom. Um, like if you're the Patriots, you go to Bruce Arians and go, Hey Bruce, like we can just figure out a way to keep him and have him be on the books and, and make him pissed off. Like, that's fine. You, we deserve to be, you, we can get a little more here. Like they should have got a second rounder or a third rounder, or I wouldn't say swap necessarily first. trading up. I don't know about swapping first. I, I would have loved that. I don't know if they would have gone for that, but like that something, been, better that than a, huge. something better than a fourth round pick is ridiculous. Should have been happening. Or at least, like, even if you want to drop it down to a fifth-round pick and you need a tight end, they have a very athletic and a lot of potential in a tight end, O.J. Howard. I don't know why he's not part of this deal. Like, yeah, you've got Gronk coming in now to Tampa Bay. Great. What about O.J. Howard? And, like, they already said they're going to trade him. They want to trade him. They don't want him there. Like, and they, and yeah, now yes, they really there have been have, rumors about that for a long time. And now they have Gronk. So, like, two things in my head. One, why, don't, why isn't he in this deal? Maybe he comes in a different deal later. Or on the on draft day, or two, why? Th- I mean, for me, this might be point to him just being released. Like, if the the Bucks just might go, okay, we'll release him, and you can deal with him, and you can figure it out. Like that might be part of it. So yeah, like, that would maybe, be nice. Like if OJ Howard gets released after all this and doesn't get traded, and then and then the Patriots just grab him. Like I consider that part of the trade, and not to win. Um, but they got that has to happen, or I'm just confused. And Tampa Bay is going to be damn good, and they were they already had electric receivers with Godwin, with Evans, but you throw Gronk in the mix. And honestly, like, let's not act, let's not fucking act like Gronk was anything special in his last season, right? We talked about Gronk falling off. Yeah, he was useless. So who knows if he's even going to be good when he comes back. But, you know, this pisses me off about Gronk. This is annoying. He's been annoying since the second that he dropped retirement. As soon as he decided to retire, it was, oh, I might be coming back, guys. Oh, WWE. For... I am so I got so gronked out. I got sick of the dancing. I got sick of the partying. And now you decide that to come out of retirement. But what, do you not want Bill Belichick to work you hard? So you're going to go to Tampa Bay where Bruce Aaron's going to let you do whatever you want? I think well, it's lame. It. And I think it's weak. Well, that, that shows exactly what last year was for. Like he retired because yeah, he because didn't of Bill. Belichick. Like if last year, if he wasn't on the Patriots and he had another coach and he could have come back and with Brady, he would have done that. Like last year was a strictly I'm retiring because I don't want to play for Belichick. And then now that Brady's leaving, he's go, well, I'll play with Brady. Sure. Whatever. I'll come back. And he's healthy. He's been out for a year. Um, all these things are now kind of coming into fruition where, look, there's no guarantee the Patriots are going to win. I mean, the Bucks are going to win. Like there's no guarantee there because you're going them to the NFC South, which is now stacked beyond belief. But he doesn't want to play for Belichick. I, it this throws a lot on Belichick of like. You know, he had a trade for uh, Gronk like two years ago with Detroit. And Gronk said, well, I'm only playing with Brady, so like F you, essentially. Like you're not trading me. So for me, I look at it and go, Belichick was ahead of this. Belichick wanted to trade Brady. He had Jimmy Belichick G. He tried. wanted to trade Gronk. He was way ahead of this. And so like people are trying to blame Belichick for all this. Can't we put any blame on Kraft like at all? Like Belichick saw this coming from a mile away like three, four years ago. And he was prepared for it. He had – Garoppolo in place, which I would have loved to Garoppolo to fin- to be here, and he also had a plan to trade away Gronk for a first, and now you have I have I, I have no animosity. Yeah, I've got no animosity towards Bill Belichick for this because Bill, you're right. Bill tried to stop this stuff from happening. Bill had trades set up. He had the next guy in line, and it might have sacrificed the Super Bowl, but he had plans for the long term future. Now we're stuck yeah. wondering if Jarrett Stidham is going to be a good quarterback. When you had Jimmy Garoppolo, who, for all we know, I mean, he was in the goddamn Super Bowl this year. I think it's yeah. it it's I hate that Gronk was kind of threw a hissy fit and was like, I'm not going to play for Bill Belichick, so trade me. I'll come out of retirement, trade me to Tampa Bay, where I'm not going to have any rules put on me. I think it's annoying. I think it sucks, but uh, it's. Bill tried it's, to set this thing up long term. Yeah, he it, tried. It, because but now he got, he got talked block. That's the thing. Now the Patriots are going to be—I won't say the laughing stock, not going to be terrible—but now how much flexibility does 
they, do they give Belichick? Like, do they, is he allowed to have one, two, three bad seasons if he can't figure this out on the fly? Because at the end of it, you don't have Brady, you don't have Gronk, and you don't have a really success plan to that. So now you got to figure it out on the fly without being bad. And yeah, Belichick, I think, can pull it off. But, you know, he was already pulling it off. He was pulling the strings to figure out the next 10, 15 years while Brady and Gronk were still playing winning Super Bowls. And it would have been a seamless transition. And now, all, out of nowhere, Gronk's coming back, which we kind of weren't surprised by because he's been teasing it since he retired. And now which he's going to go play with Brady so again, annoying. which has oh been so God. annoying. Like I, I, all this Gronk looks terrible. Gronk looks awful. Last year, he, he took forever. And then he decided, you know what? Like, I don't want to play because of my health. Well, you know what? It was he's, probably because you screwed con- the it, Patriots. At the it draft wasn't your health. Year. It wasn't your health, Gronk. It was your contract. They weren't giving you more money. So you said, screw it. I'm going to blame my knee. I'm going to blame my health. And then he now all of a sudden is super healthy. Can his body take it, though? Like, is he going to be OK to play? He wasn't great. Yeah, that last because season. he's not going to so, be worked that hard in Tampa Bay. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't think the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to be as good as people think. Now I'll watch them. I want them. I, I want Brady to succeed, but it's going to be, it's going to be now, a difficult now division for them happened, to win. Now that this happened, I want the Patriots to be better, much better than the Bucks. I've completely changed my tune. I'm pissed that Gronk is being, is being the, the way that he's being. I am yeah. so annoyed that he just doesn't want to work with Bill Belichick anymore. I don't know if you've heard about this, but Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. Sorry, he knows how to win football. He might work you a little hard, but yeah. you play football to win football games. And, and what guess helps what? This, I think that's what he does. And you know, the one hope I have for the culture and the and the franchise moving forward is that if Belichick's here, you know, Brady and Gronk aren't here, which clearly they were complaining about all this stuff when they were here behind the scenes to players. And so now you have the McCordys, you have Slater, you have all these guys who are bought in Edelman and now Belichick can go back to being the guy and leading the charge and putting that work in without players behind the scenes going like, what the fuck? Like, why am I not getting special treatment? There's players now that could potentially could reset what Belichick's ways are. And if that's the case, then this team can be good long term. But I think the rest of the people that are going to be on this Patriots roster have to buy into the Patriot way or they're screwed. All right. Rob Gronkowski officially traded. Gronk has made his NFL return but it won't be with the New England Patriots traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now that is the end. This is the second time that I'm doing this closeout. The end of the Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 153. Guys, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Couch Guys Sports. Also the podcast on Twitter at Couch Guy Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Nick Quag, Jared, Jared underscore Scally. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. And also, guys, Manscaped.com. We talked about them earlier. They've been awesome to us. They've been awesome to the people. We've had a bunch of people use the promo code. Everybody's been happy and satisfied. They've got amazing products. Guys, go to Manscaped.com. Use promo code COUCHGUY at checkout. That is C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y. Again, Nick Qualia, Jared Scally. Guys, we'll be back next week with episode number 154. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening. Oh, wait. Shit.